doing out there, Mike? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. How you doing? Hey, doing good. Happy Sunday. We're doing it. We're live. We're happening. It's a gay day, gay weekend day here in Denver. We had a two-day Pride Fest rocking. It's happening right now, actually. Uh, the ground is shaken from all the uh, booty uh, sh- shaking, booty I claps. guess. <laughs> What's it called? Uh what are the they booty do? claps. Booty claps. Twer- yeah, that's what the twerking. I, the twerking. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. the ground is shaken from all the twerking going on downtown in Denver. They were expecting five hundred thousand people for this weekend's Pride Fest in Denver. Shut the fuck up. I am not are. exaggerating. That was the expectations. Uh, they were geared up for it. It was all over were, the local. Were you counting news. each person as a hundred? <laughs> they were going by weight, actually. Oh yeah. Man, it's the bit. They were saying it's one of the largest in the country, Denver. Congratulations, people. All right, man. We I'm are. We could uh, dedicate two days to him. Jesus. On top of the entire month, right? It's insane. Dude, the whole month, I was thinking about it today. Like, that is so indulgent to have like an entire month to celebrate yourself or whatever, man. Like, we don't, we don't celebrate anything like that, really. Nothing deserves a month. We don't even celebrate the earth for a month. No, I it was, gets one day. I was thinking on like paganism and like old traditions from like ancient. They, was there any culture that did a month to celebrate? Like, how long is Ramadan? Shit. Ramadan's like three days. No, I think it's 60 days. <laughs> okay, well, I take it back. Then. The Muslims always, always got to bust our chops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Always ruining all the fun, Muslims. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but, well, okay, but fuck the Muslims. They just... I, I'm just trying to say, man. Nothing to do, nothing to do more... in that desert but Ramadan for 60 days. <laughs> yeah. Look at, like, the Christians, dude. Jesus only got, what, three days out of the year? I think Lent is 40 days, right? So yeah, that's... but that's not for Jesus. I'm talking for Jesus. We're giving him Christmas Eve, Christmas, Get a little Easter. Easter, <laughs> Easter action, yeah. Right? Two for your birth, one for your death. That's all you get, Jesus. Full month to celebrate gay. Hey, and I'm all for it. I got to say, maybe one of our most upbeat and fun uh, months for music on the Dude Man podcast here. We have had a blast jamming out. I just threw out a little B-52 at us to kick things off here. Uh, No description or explanation necessary. They are notoriously one of the gayest bands in the history of music. So... (laughs) And for our Muslim uh, brothers out there, let's get it right here. Ramadan is 29 to 30 days, so they get a month. Hey, all right. I give it to you. But that's like a, but I'm not even going to give it to you because that's not a month of like indulging and like telling everybody how great Muslims yeah, no, are. You're like no, no, it's a month of like torture and like we're going <laughs> to we're going to suffer and push ourselves and like, you know what I In mean? In the we're name gonna, of God. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like acknowledge like you know what I mean? It's not like uh Yes. I don't know. No, totally. I, I just was kind of, uh, I was doing my morning jog today, and I noticed uh, the scarcity, honestly, of the pride flags. Gone are the days, my man, of the old regular, what is it, six or seven color rainbow flag. They got the new pizzazzed one with, that has like uh, every color in the crayon. Uh, Crayola box, you know, <laughs> like... it's the no no white penis flag. That's what it is. So I was observing that, and I could be wrong, but I saw some shit online how, you know, uh, some of these colors highly suspect. I think the pale blue and the light pink are representative 
of, you know, the minor attracted persons group? No. Yes, I think they are. That's a different flag. Yeah, no, but the flag, have you seen the new pride flag? You got the normal, but then they have the triangular yeah, other something. It stands for something else. I know what you're talking about. They're oh, right, man, I don't know. I think they're incorporating everybody. Did Maybe. you see the clip floating on Twitter this weekend? It was from one of the insane uh, get-downs happening nationwide, and there were several topless... I can't even say women anymore. I have no idea who's putting the nipple <laughs> no. pasties on. It, it, the tits all look the same at this point. You know what's so <laughs> sad is culturally now we're totally cool and with the uh, the boobs out in the open in public. Why couldn't we do this like 30 years ago in the 90s when women were still you know thin and attractive? Now yeah, everybody no, those were great tits to look that's at. What I'm Nobody saying, cares dude. now yeah. when your tits look like my dad's. <laughs> The tits now, man, just put them away. Yeah, we don't care anymore. I don't even know if it's a chick or if it's a dude. I don't know what I'm looking at. Everyone's 300 pounds. Like, it's just not enjoyable. If you had had the 90s tits out all the time, we'd get nothing done. We'd all be jerking off to the tits walking around. You know what I mean? (laughs) These titties nowadays, go ahead. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just not worth the imagery. But uh, there's a quick clip. It was floating around. Obviously, everybody on the right, nothing but outrage. Uh, it was a bunch of people, some of them topless, like I said, with the pasties on the nipples, chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. <laughs> I'm not making that up. They are chanting that. It's a bunch of pride uh, trainees and, uh, you know, lady fellas and all, the whole group. And they're, uh, they're chanting, we're coming for your children. You know they did that just to rile up the people on the right, man. That, that whole chant that they did there for 30 seconds was directed directly at Matt Walsh, Ben Matt Shapiro, Walsh, and the Daily Wire, dude. <laughs> like, I was just thinking they did that so Matt Walsh would have something to talk about for the next year. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm yours you just for you, Matt Walsh. <laughs> Congratulations. The man now has, yeah, you're right, like two months worth of uh, stuff to talk about. So good for the Daily Wire. It's good stuff. But uh, it's a very strange uh, uh, video. You know, you're not doing a lot for your cause when one side is saying, hey, these freaks over there, they're coming for the kids. And then you're marching topless down the street saying, we're coming for your kids. Yeah, but what is their cause? Are you talking about the, the pride folks? Yeah, like, what is, honestly, what are you guys... I think the whole thing now is men dressing as women and drag shows. That's pride now. Yeah, because it's the only thing not accepted. Ah. Like, the whole, the whole idea of having this pride ah. month and everything, and these parades, wow. is like, you have to be fighting for something. And we've accepted everything, right? Except some people are like, okay, I think I'm going to draw the line at this drag queen reading to my kids. And then they're like, what? All right, hit the streets, guys. We got another line to cross. You know what I mean? Yes, man. No, I think you're right on the money. That's what it is. You guys are literally accepted everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love the, it. The, the best part about Pride Month is you got to go to Boys Town. There's a bunch of fags walking around in like rainbow suspenders <laughs> trying to get attention from people and like stir up a commotion. Like, dude, we've accepted it. Nobody is batting an eye anymore. If anybody did, the rest of the crowd would turn on that person. <laughs> so now you guys have to go so far and above and beyond. You know, we talked about it with Sam Smith. Like, 
it's sad what you guys have to do now to just try to be controversy. Was that was that Madonna? Uh, There's I, some controversy. I, like, get the fuck out of here. Madonna, are you 68 years old? Okay, we're gonna clad you in leather. Now go up on stage. Okay, here we go. Are you guys ready for some controversy? <laughs> like, and really, nobody cares except for uh, Daily Wire, just because they're trying to make a buck off of it. What you are nailing it, man. They've gotten to the point now where it, they're straight up fully nude and they're doing sex acts on the street. It's the only line they can cross now to make people talk about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How funny is that? Like, they've gotten to the point where they're just straight up being pornographic on the street in front of children in order for us to, like, talk about them still. All right, guys, for 2025, we're going to have to step it up a notch. Uh, we're just going to have naked kids tied to cross. <laughs> no, you just read my mind. You're psycho. I was just going like, to say. That's like, literally where it's going to go. We're like, two uh, years. How much further can we go to with this? We are two years from human sacrifice. We're going to see yeah. it live <laughs> on stage. Uh, RuPaul will be there. Uh, it'll just be this uh, whole I hope drag show. sacrifice. <laughs> so, uh, what's killing me about all of this is... You know, you're right. There's no more lines to be crossed. It's kind of boring at this point. It's so indulgent. A full Dude, uh, month, man. Yeah, it's too much. I I have a clip actually about this from Ted Cruz. Wow. Yes, I'm excited. I, I wasn't even. Shocking I, I, I kind of just threw clip. it up there. Didn't know if we would hit this topic. Mike, we only have a few more days to make this a topic until I don't <laughs> want to talk about gays ever again. So you know the uh, trans, the whole transgender thing, and especially with the women in sports, it's like in Congress they're doing all these like hearings and everything. Yes, that's that's right. And uh, so Ted Cruz is drilling uh, this one lady, Mrs. Robinson. Oh, the But she like uh, she's very supportive of transgenders in sports, and he simply wants to know. If she could identify the difference between a man and a woman. Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I love this are already. Are you ready yeah. for the insanity of the left? Absolutely. And you got to remember, this is going to be in the congressional records. It's like a thousand, like, we're reading Roman scrolls, right? Like a thousand years from now, they're going to look back at this shit and be like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> are you, well, are you they'll, ready for they'll this? They'll be able to see where the society fell apart. Oh, they're going to be able to pinpoint it. Yeah, it's going to be Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Games that there's a difference between women and men? If the question is about trans women... I'm just asking, is there a difference between women and men? I mean, what I can say is that the NCAA has rules in place. They've had rules in place for the last decade, and when this competition... Okay, okay, happened, I'm, I'm going to try again. The rules were clear. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? It, it's a yes-no question. It is, it, do you believe there's a difference? Oh, I think that we're talking about this case with the NCAA. No, I'm asking a question. Do you believe there's a difference between women and men? I, Most people could answer this very simply. <laughs> I, I'm curious if you're willing to do so. Oh, absolutely. I'm just putting it into the context of is the that conversation yes? that we're having. I think that there are definitions is, related is, to is, sex. Is that a yes? So I'm trying to get a yes or no. I'm not trying to get a speech. Oh, I, is I'm, there a difference between women and men? I think that there are definitions for biological sex. Okay, so you're not answering that. Let me gender. ask you this question then. Why do women's sports exist? 
if you can't define a difference between women and men, why not abolish women's sports and just tell little girls to swim with little boys and see who wins? Oh, I'm simply saying that um, that sex My is question, different than gender. Why and I do, do believe why that women's, women's sports, sports have a great exist? value? I mean, Senator, I'll tell you right now. Please answer the question I'm asking. Absolutely. Why? Do women's sports exist? I think that there are so many positive benefits to sports. But I mean, why have a separate category for women? If, if, you, if there's no difference between women and men, why to have women's sports? I'm saying that there's a difference between sex and gender and that the NCAA has rules in place, which they have for the so last Mr. decade. Mr. Chairman, I, I would like to enter into the record an, an article from Duke, Duke Law called Comparing Athletic Performances for the Best Elite Women to Boys and Men. But... <laughs> How insane is that? That's incredible that she just... This happened with Katanji Brown's nomination. Yes. Do you remember this? She, I believe, could not define a woman. And this was back when... if I know we're goldfish and nobody remembers, but we were big on birthing person. Right. This was around uh, the year 280 after Trump. <laughs> Two AT after Trump, PT post Trump. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good call. Uh, so I, I we've been down this road before. The I'm not going to submit into record my testimonial where I am, you know, stating what a woman is. It's so insane. Uh, imagine yeah. being this person where you are a woman and you can't. <laughs> Can't even say what you are because you will be destroyed and cast away to the cornfield for having a correct biological response to that question. Not only that, you are a woman, fully woman, and you're looking at a guy like Ted Cruz. And you'd mean to tell me you can't tell the difference between you and that fucking pile of mud up there, Ted Cruz? <laughs> yeah, you have to defend that there is no woman to one of the hideous. Most hideous men alive. <laughs> I know. Me and you, sir, we're the same. Get the fuck out of here. You guys don't look the same, smell the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are barely the same species. Are we still in the world of people are defending the likes of Leah Thomas, a 6'4 behemoth of a man dominating <clears throat> women in NCAA women's sports? Yeah, this, was, this is what this hearing was about, was the Riley Gaines. Yeah, Riley Gaines. I'm I'm yeah. very familiar with this uh, lady uh, here in my household. The woman I share the home with is quite obsessed with the fact that there is. Are you a... talking about that turf in your home? Yes, my turf. <laughs> still, still wrapping my head around the correct terminology within that. Emma one. is the the actual poster child for turf because she is a true feminist. She's a very powerful, independent woman. That's right, right man. Oh yeah. Uh, who doesn't agree that a trans man is a woman? <laughs> That's right. And she's I'm not, sorry, a trans woman. She's not one of your 90s feminists, by the way, there, fellas. This is a uh, modern era feminist. She shaves the pits. She doesn't listen to Melissa Etheridge, all right? There's no Lilith Fair up in here, okay? No bra burning, all right? This is a real modern era feminist where she's making the bucks, cashing checks, you know. Breaking necks. At home. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I'm the slave at the house. That's right. <laughs> it's called Mr. Mom. It's a fantastic movie starring Michael Keaton. I implore everyone to check it out. Absolutely hilarious. And that's uh, me. <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton. 
Not even he could save the Flash. <laughs> Dude, I heard it's one of the biggest bombs in like modern movie history. Yeah. Dude, you know what I watched yesterday? Interstellar. <laughs> okay, and go on. Man, I, it just it really bothered me because that movie got so, it got shit on so much. Got assholes like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, the, the gravity, they said the gravity was 80% that of Earth. But if you looked at the size of the horizon, the mass of the planet, the, like, go fuck yourself, dude. It was a great entertaining movie. In the meantime, y'all are talking about fucking Avatar being so great. Dude, that movie fucking sucked. Interstellar was three hours. I ended up watching the whole thing. Yeah, and at least with Interstellar, I didn't have to digest some sort of lesbian relationship or this no character's lesbian. a trans and, you know, like no going through the process. And, you know, like, I, thank God I didn't have to think about any of that. I could just lose myself in some fucking fantasy for ten, like two hours. It was a great story. You did throw in your little, like, climate change BS story in there. It was fine, though. I could, you know, it was swallowable. Like, it was, it was just an entertaining fucking movie. Yes. And it really, like, I tried to think about, like, it really, not a lot of movies like that. You know what I mean? Like, Avatar. God damn. I got, there's a million movies out there like that. You just put, you, know? two, you proposed right here two exact reasons why nobody still cares about the writer strike going on right now. That's right. You forgot. <laughs> you forget every day. And I'm here to remind you people that nobody cares that the writers are on strike because they were writing nothing but freaking crap. <laughs> For decades, man. That's so funny because the mechanics go on strike like every three years, every time their contract gets up. And about six months in, you'll start hearing people like, <laughs> you, know, you know, I tried to take my car in for an oil change. I couldn't get a time. <laughs> well, you know, UPS is about to go on strike. What? UPS. They're threatening to go on strike. Who delivers uh, Amazon? The Anybody that'll do it for a cheaper price than the other guy. I can only imagine, ah. you know, they're always... Oh, they're fucking the UPS, I don't care. No, I think uh, if UPS goes on strike, you will feel the effects of uh, one of the major courier systems in this country <laughs> not delivering your packages. Uh, but in the meantime, when it comes to the writer strike who were pumping out woke garbage for the last 10 years, nobody notices they're gone because I think everybody had turned it off already. That's Absolutely. the truth. You know, nobody knows. Absolutely. Nobody notices. We're watching sports or nothing at all. Checking out I YouTube. Thought, I, I thought about it yesterday when I was watching. Dude, I'm down to Amazon Prime and Netflix. And if I run out of things to watch, that means I'm watching too much TV. I got to go do something. Yeah, there's just, uh, we live yeah. in a world now where it's not necessary anymore to be consuming zombified, you know, bullcrap entertainment that's, again, just pu pushing this. Just insufferable nonsense with the woke culture and, and the, the LGBT BLT sandwich community uh, nonsense, Dude, uh, man. What's funny, though, this guy, uh, he recommended me a show, right? And I did find it, and I went to go watch it. Immediately thrown off, there was a laugh track. I was like, holy shit, I have wow, not watched man. I have not watched a show with a laugh track. And then I like I started thinking about the guy who recommended me the show. And like I'm just like like dude, if you're watching shows with a laugh track still, you're the one who believes Donald Trump tried to take over the country. <laughs> you, know? you also believe we landed on the moon. Yeah. I feel sorry. And it rains for every day naturally. That's country. right.
entertainment. You go woke, you go broke. Nobody notices the writer strike is on. And when it comes to businesses, too, I really do believe a lot of these companies that have embraced the modern woke culture are uh, suffering from those choices. I can't even imagine being like a local business owner, somebody who's aspiring to uh, make it big with an idea that they've had for a while. Well, and then just dedicating everything to just being woke. At the sports bra in Portland, Oregon, it's all about support. Sports bras are optional. But women's sports are not, and acceptance isn't either. We don't have very many queer spaces or like queer safe spaces mm-hmm. that are that feel like they're made for us here or even in the entire country. This bar is the first to only air women's sports. Did you catch that? I like that. The only bar to put up women's sports. Only women's sports. Nothing else. I like that. I don't think this will last. Owner Jenny Nguyen <laughs> came out to her parents when she was 17. For me, playing basketball was my safety blanket from having to come out. I got to the point where I remember when I was 17, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, kind of like that double life. And so I was laying in bed, and I remember looking at my digital clock. And it said, like, 10.58 at night. And I go, okay, at 11.05, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go upstairs, I'm going to tell my parents I'm gay. Now this bar is a safe space for her and others. Is there really no safe spaces for lesbians these days, man? I thought like No, there's not. There's I thought not. they're completely no, try- welcome in our culture here. No, 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 no. There used to be like the lesbian bars, right? Yeah, man. I do we not no, have no, gay you- bars and no, lesbian bars anymore? No, the, the they have they're forced to let these trans women in. Dude, well, Mike, uh, did you not think I had an angle? Come on, there's always a payoff, man. Why did I tell you? You go woke, baby. You go broke, man. Uh, The idea of coming and being able to watch sports with a room full of women and not having to battle with men to watch men's sports. (laughs) For the first time, this group of Seattle Storm fans can watch a game at a bar. To have a space that's showing stuff that... This is a... A lady. I can already tell it's not a lady, dude. Specifically, we are interested in is really special. <laughs> Your Adam's apple is so big, I can hear it on the radio. What the fuck is going on, dude? You know, it's a ladies' bar. Just keep it in mind. It's very inclusive. <laughs> They're big Jenny fans, too. I saw you over there, and I went... <laughs> so, stop right there, stop right there. So you're a lesbian who goes to this lesbian bar so you don't get hit on by dudes, and who do you have hitting on you? A dude who thinks he's a chick? Come on, dude. Mike, come on. on. These poor space. lesbians. Dude, it's a safe space for lesbians, man. Poor lesbians, man. They just want a place to hang dude, out. Come on, man. You, you knew I you had know, a... that one. That one girl had a great point. Like, we always joke about it. Like, you know, women's sport, women's WNBA. Get some women fucking I thought fans. it was a great idea. I it's really, a great idea. I have to I know tell lesbians you. who would love to go to that bar. They complain that there used to be bars that got shut down because of this exact reason. They wouldn't let these dudes in there. You need to understand. When I w- saw this clip, I was like, ooh, this is a big, 
you know, uh, lead in for us to talk about what we've been talking about, which is there's nothing for the gays and the lesbians anymore. Everything's been co-opted by the T pluses, you know, and everything else. <laughs> Whatever, the, the and the and the yeah, right. They got nothing for them. And I was like, cool, sports bra. That's actually a neat idea, man. Just women's sports, just a bunch of dykes hanging out, drinking it. beer. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Pool to table. be honest with you, I'm just jealous I couldn't be there. <laughs> Those are probably right. the coolest girls in the land, you know, especially here in Portland. <laughs> I those thought are the most, those I are the most menly people in Portland, dude. That'd be the coolest place to hang I out. Thought it was a great idea, and then they dropped the bomb. Representation while moving the conversation forward. We have a side of equity, and people can order that, add it to their tab, and at the end of the month or the week, I total it up and I donate all of it. During June and July, we're kind of focusing on transgender rights. Why is it important, especially now, to wrap your arms around that community? Trans women and girls are women and girls. And so we believe that everyone deserves oh, a chance to participate in sports. It may be a sports bar, but what's happening here is bigger than sports. Yeah, I'm like, trans... Trans women, trans girls are women yeah, and that girls. Bar, that bar's going to fail. <laughs> Thank you. You, you would have been a very successful bar. You're going to fail because the lesbians are going to stop going because the trans are going to take over. I told you, man, heading into it, like, why? Why did you, you had it? You were, for five seconds, man, your idea was there, baby. You, you had we lightning in a bottle. And then, no, now we have an equity thing where you could, you could donate money to the oh. trans groups. And it's like, what about the lesbian groups? What about Dykes on Bikes? I hear they need lots of funding. <laughs> dykes on Bikes. Hey, yo, call back. Come on, I didn't forget. I think that's a genius idea, Dykes man. with Tykes? I love the Dykes with Tykes. <laughs> Better than the cross-dressers. Oh, this would be a perfect bar to send your little kid to go learn how to be a man. I am sure now they have uh, Drag Queen Story Hour every Friday for the kids, right? Oh, it's terrible. Poor Come lesbians, up. man. For five seconds, right? You're like, wow, this is a great idea. And then, oh, no, no, no. never mind. Oh, no, it's men the, are going to ruin it. <laughs> you're already, you're interviewing a man. You're, you're a minute into the clip. You've interviewed two chicks and a man now, and you're talking about a chick bar. Like, right after the chick says they want a safe space for lesbians. For lesbians, dude. Dude who just fucking stormed in there with this fucking schlong hanging between his legs. Like, I'm a woman. Hey, honey, you're looking good. I like, love, what the fuck, dude? love hanging in bars with other lesbos around. If you, and if, you're a, if you have a dick and you're dressed as a woman and you're attracted to women, you're not a lesbian. You're, you're a straight man who likes to dress as a woman. We used to call you cross-dresser back in our day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> everything used to make so much more sense ten years ago. What happened here, man? This is insane. Like the That's lesbians insane. can't even have their own lesbian sports bar in Portland, Oregon. Like the Mecca of lesbians, right? Is that the Mecca? I assume everyone's either lesbian, gay, or trainee when it comes to Portland. <laughs> mm. I can't imagine there's many children there. Right. I, I imagine the lesbians go there for the great selection of wood. I just assume they're all carpenters. <laughs> and that's funny. That's why the gays go there too. You know. <laughs> hey, oh, that was a little bit of a dick joke. Think about it. Uh, I got you. Pick it up what you're putting down there, friend. Oh, uh, it's great. Yeah, it's hard. Poor lesbians. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. I'm I'm going to say you almost had it. Good yes. luck next time. 
better luck next time. I see the pendulum kind of swinging, though. Like I said, uh, not a lot of support this month. Uh, a month is a long time. I think they should just bring it down to the weekend, at least. The two-day weekend is good enough, man. Yeah, we'll give you a weekend. Dude, even NASCAR comes to Chicago. It's one week. <laughs> That's right, man. You know? <laughs> when are they getting there? I read they were... Uh, finalizing a lot of the roads for it is it this weekend or next weekend what's happening here it can't happen fast enough man i don't even know the worst part is nascar's coming i think the rolling stones too at the same time same weekend dude you're like not gonna move in chicago it's just gonna be a parking lot oh man how much are those stones tickets going for it's gotta be a g plus uh it was 1500 until those 20 people got shot last weekend now it's down to about six bucks oh nice <laughs> right on man and you have to sign a waiver <laughs> it's incredible that people are paying that kind of money for tickets to see a band in their 80s playing the same songs man probably a worse style or worse version of the song that they could have paid half the price for 20 years ago to see yeah, yeah. I've been let down by too many bands that like I, I would never pay a, an insane amount of. And it's been my experience, and I could be wrong because I've never performed like that. But I just feel like the guys who come around and their tickets are twenty bucks. Those are guys that just like doing it and they're doing it, and it's, it's yes. a better show than the guy you go for. You know, absolutely. Man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm at the point in my life, maybe I'm just getting older, where like, dude, I'd rather just see some fucking young kids trying to make it than go see this guy for 1500 bucks. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more, but it's possible that there just are no more younger people because, well, we're getting older, man. The U.S. population is getting older, and that's going to have an impact on things like the job market, social programs, and health care. The Census Bureau says the median age in the U.S. hit a record high of 38.9 last year. That's an increase of... I'm a oh, young, Frank, yeah, you're the average. <laughs> young, hey, look who just de-aged a couple years, baby. I'm below average. Oh, yeah. yeah. Feeling young and spry. Hey, now. <laughs> Every time I see you, you do get younger. This That's right, man. It's because everybody around me is getting older. See what's <laughs> happening? Is <laughs> this children of men? <laughs> Whoa, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. We did roll out something a couple years ago. What was that thing? And it seems like not as many kids are being born now. I don't know. Can't, can't I'm put my finger on it. I'm not one to make connections like that. I but, remember uh, it was very close to DNA, but everybody told me, no, it's not going to affect DNA. It do it sounds anything. the same. Yeah, you're crazy. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. We're trying to stick on YouTube for this episode. <laughs> Four years since 2000. Experts say the reason simple. Fewer babies are being born. Millennial women are more likely to prioritize their education and careers during their 20s, which means they start families later in life. But we are still young compared to Europe, where the median age is 44. Suck it, Europe. Yeah, I knew you would like this one. Suck it, Europe. No matter what, we're always better than you. <laughs> USA, number one, baby. That's right. <laughs> so this is a nice clip. We got to find out we're better than Europe still, and I'm younger than everybody else. This is very nice. I like this. I don't know about you, but I'm walking away feeling a lot better. A little um, lighter on my feet, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not only younger in America, I'm practically a kid in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> 
If I move to Europe, I got another 15 years I can live off of no now. Oh, you better watch out and stay away from Prince Andrew, my man. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Might be in his age territory. I'm, uh, I'm way too old for him. <laughs> I said kid, not baby. Oh, yikes. We're talking adrenochrome, folks. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good report, though, I'm going to say that it's usually better i believe when we're a little bit younger as a country it means we're procreating and producing and you need uh younger people to replace you know in the job market these older folk that are kind of uh, burning out on the other end i don't see that happening you know i go out once a week or so to the local taverns in town and emma and i have been making note recently the general age of the bartenders and the servers not your typical 20-something-year-old. They are 30-plus, 40-plus these days, pretty much everywhere you're going. And that's not a good sign, man. I always feel like everything is better socially, societally, when we got the young people hanging out, working at these jobs, making a buck, stimulating the economy. They go out after work and go to the bars next door, spend that money, you know, <clears throat> This isn't a good place where we have the 40-year-olds working at the bar late night. It means they're scraping by and working their second job. Yeah. You know who's uh, really hurt about to see? They're, they're really worried. Actually, I think the whole world, it's going to be a ripple around the whole world, is China. Uh, the big problem is we're, what did they say? I'm trying to look right here. So, yeah, that's what it is. China implemented the one-child policy. That's right, man. In 1980. Yeah. So if you, what's happening now is like, uh, you're talking 40 years later, you're starting to see the last generation that had multiple children, they're starting to get old and retire, and then they're going to start dying off. And when that generation dies off, it's, it's going to be, they're saying it's going to, they're going to lose like 40 to 50% of their population. This is why we shouldn't be worried about China taking over the world. Let's just let them die off real quick. And then, um... <laughs> We'll just dominate them on sheer population size, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're going to see it, too, and it takes, it takes generations to see the ripple effect. Well, how many million people got the booster shot, man? That's, uh, yeah, you could KO that group immediately. Yeah, real talk, though, I think it's more of a trend of, like, social norms. And, you know, I think when, when we go around telling women that they have to do this, and, you know, it's better to have a career than to be a mom. I don't know. No, I, look I think at, like, you're right in the money. You look man. at like the happiest people or the people that tend to follow those those old traditional norms. The people who um, you know have a family, have kids, right? Stay healthy. Uh, probably don't drink and you know binge party like a lot of people. Uh, you know, millennials are probably bigger on that than the previous generations. Staying signal a single, right? Being hip on the scene. You know, having the dating app, constant revolving door of partners. Yeah. Right? Not fun. <laughs> oh, maybe for you. I mean, uh, do you partake? Not typically, no. right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a bum. That's right, dude. Uh, well, and it takes one to know one, Mike. And when I see a bum, I uh, got to talk about it. And we couldn't talk about it last week because, Mike, you were animalistically wrapped up. 
with the rest of the world and the uh, distraction of the century. I, I, could, go another, distract, I could go another three hours Distraction the of the century, uh, man. so much behind and the sub. No, there's so much behind the fact that it exploded on Sunday and the Biden administration <laughs> knew about it. And no, no, that's what's killing media. me. Yeah, it was a cover-up for sure, dude. No, it wasn't a cover-up. It was a distraction. A distraction, a distraction for what? I mean. A distraction. Why and for what? Because I've been trying for three episodes now to uh, talk about it, and Mike hasn't stopped yapping about that, the submarine. I gotta give you. Uh, I just want to tell you, you, cri- you got played, sir. I gotta give you. <laughs> With the rest of America, man. <laughs> you never even let me like talk. Anyways, you were right though. Uh, uh, Tim Dillon does a whole rant about it. And uh, one of the, I tried to clip it, but it's too long. One of the things he does rant about is like, you know, he always talks about how he's in upper society. <laughs> That's right, man. And he always makes fun of like the the ultra rich. And uh, he said exactly what you said. Like, they just don't understand what they're getting is shit. <laughs> he said rich people go around all the time spending an insane amount of money on shit and they don't realize it's just shitty. Yes, it's polished turds. The entire higher class society are receiving polished turds. I am telling you, this is the fact of the world. It's totally unnecessary to go pay exuberant amounts of money for stuff that you could probably get cheaply at the regular level. It's the same crap. They just polish it. That's all it is, man. So uh, So you were right. You were right. You know what it is? Folks, it's the head of lettuce. At the grocery store. The shitty heads of lettuce, that's your regular head of lettuce. The really nice looking head of lettuce, that's your organic head of lettuce. You see how yeah. that works? Regular next to each look other. shitty. They're growing the same field, man. But the ones that came out nice, well, we're going to upcharge it about five bucks. It's organic, see? <coughs> that's how it works. All right. Did I tell you about Polished the uh, no-no with the Chinese oregano? Well, yeah, I'm, I think uh, when it comes to oregano... And the Italian oregano, it's got to be grown in Italian soil, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. Did I tell you what they did to her at the store? Did they try to uh, sell her some Chinese oregano? <laughs> Bro, she said there was this oregano. One was more expensive or something. And, uh, or one, yeah, one, one said uh, it came from the U.S. And then one was just like organic. It did say where it came from. And she found out that it came from China, right? And she said while she was trying to smell it, she broke one of the stalks. And then she complained to the manager because she knew it was from China. This whole thing happened. And then the next day when she went back, she found she saw the same thing she broke. But now it was all labeled as from America. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> it's all bullshit. Yeah. They're selling us crap. Uh... And speaking of being sold crap, we were sold crap, but the submersible, everyone bought into it, and it was all to distract us from the real major story, in my opinion. Bought into it, dude? You're saying bought into it. You don't want to know... No, I don't care, and I never did, but I I entertained... You don't want to know where that money's coming from? You don't know why... You don't want to know why the Navy knew it blew up on Sunday, yet they let the U.S. Coast Guard send ships... Yes, I'll tell you... I'm so interested in You're not letting me... You still... Three episodes in are refusing oh, to let me play okay, through you the clip as to why oh, I God, think. Jesus Christ. All right, go ahead. Hunter my Biden, God, go man. Ahead. My God. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're Hunter so. Biden. You've been go brainwashed. Ahead. You and everybody else. It's not brainwashing, dude. It's. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you okay. want to know why they didn't tell anyone they know it exploded on Sunday? Do you want to know why? Go ahead. Fuck. Now Jesus Christ. Let's play this Merrick Hunter Garland. Biden before you piss your pants. 
I can't believe you are obsessed with the submersible. I don't fucking care about Hunter Biden. I care as much about Hunter Biden as I do Jared Kushner and, and Donald Trump indictments. Like, go ahead. I'm literally giving you your answer. <laughs> I'm literally giving you the answer, and you're not willing to accept it. I'm telling you the reason. Here's your conspiracy, dude. Here it is. I, you would literally. No, it's not. No, it's not. Really? I, no, it's not. All right. It's not. Okay. It's not. And I know it's not because mainstream media is telling you that it is. And once mainstream media right. is... Once I'm going to do ben Hunter Sh in the next episode. I'm going to tell you what the conspiracy is and what when they were ben hiding. When Ben Shapiro is I out there saying, on the show. They, they did this because of Hunter Biden. Okay, well, now I already know it's bullshit. Like, are you ready? Really are you happened. ready? Are you ready for what they were distracting you from? I Go did ahead. it already in one episode, but you didn't really listen. Here it is. This is why. Oddly. Following up from um, some announcements earlier this year, during the department's regular oversight of our execution of presidential drawdown authority for Ukraine, we discovered inconsistencies in equipment valuation for Ukraine. In a significant number of cases, services used replacement costs rather than yeah, net book value, thereby um, the overestimating the value of the equipment drawn down from U.S. stocks mm. and provided to Ukraine. Once we discovered this misvaluation, the Comptroller reissued guidance on March 31st, clarifying how to value equipment in line with the financial management regulation and DOD policy to ensure we use the most accurate of accounting methods. We have confirmed that for FY23, the final calculation is $3.6 billion, and for FY22, it is $2.6 billion for a combined total of $6.2 billion. Okay, $6.2 Two billion accounting error. They reported this. This isn't from a news report. This was a C-SPAN uh, at the podium. This lady came out at the Pentagon and reported, yeah, we lost $6.2 billion. Distraction. <laughs> they, they needed to distract. Salute. You are, you are so good looking. Uh, <laughs> they needed to distract because nobody wants to admit that this $6 billion went missing, right? Where did it go missing? How did it go missing, and where no, did the six billion didn't go missing? It was an accounting error. Yeah, you know, you, you're not even understanding what happened with the money. So what they're saying is the six billion shortcoming. They're going to send an additional six billion to Ukraine because they're saying that's what was approved. What what they did was when they when they gave them, let's say they said we're going to give you ten billion dollars in helicopters. Right? All right, all right. We're going to give you $10 billion in helicopters. Each helicopter costs $1 billion to replace. So we're going to give you $10 billion. I mean, we're going to give you 10 helicopters. That's $10 billion, right? And now, now the accounting error is no. They're saying we should have done is it's going to cost us $1 billion to replace that helicopter. But that helicopter, it's only worth $800 million. So instead of sending you 10 we should have sent you an eleven. So we owe you another helicopter. I got you. It's an oopsies. It's an accounting oopsies. It's a way yeah. to sleight of hand. We're moving money around. We're moving billions of dollars of money around. It's, it's just a way to send more aid to Ukraine without, okay, uh, getting, it, without getting it approved from Congress. <laughs> you refuse to follow yeah. me. Okay, there's a 6.2 okay. billion accounting error. They need to send more money. Okay, whatever it is, there's 6.2 okay. billion. 
where is it? What's going on here? I believe there's a lot of secretive shit going on and weird stuff. We have never any real information about where the money is going and what took place, man. Tonight, the biggest challenge to President Putin's 23 years in power, an unprecedented armed rebellion inside Russia. I want the Clashes reaching Voronezh, a day's drive from Moscow. Fighters with the Russian mercenary Wagner Group, led by Yevgeny Prigozhin, abandoning Ukraine what does have to do and marching the, toward the Russian capital. you think the sub was to distract from the $6 billion televised address overnight. I believe we sent $6 billion to this dude and his team to stage the coup, and he faked the coup, and him and Putin took the money, and they turned around, and he's back. Ah, uh, no, that's not at all what happened. What do you think happened? Uh, I think decisions were made, and they bombed an area that this guy's men were in. They decided, fuck it, we'll just, you know, it's not our men. Folks, and... welcome to the Mike's Gonna Fight Frank on Every Topic show. <laughs> he refuses to use his imagination and play along with the world right. of fantasy uh, that Frank man, wants to know, be dude, involved that in. Sound like... I think you're, you're, you're drawing lines between two stories, like three stories here that don't, they, none of, they don't have anything to do with each other. You're not picturing what I'm picturing, which is I think a lot of crazy news happened this week. And nobody wanted to talk about the crazy news. Everyone wanted to talk about the submersible. If, if it, and I think there's say, a reason for that. I would, if you would have drawn the line between like Blinken's trip to China and then this coup, I would have maybe given it to you. But like, you're drawing a line between like the submarine. Is I'm drawing no I, line to submarine. I man. submarine. I look. I'm telling you right now. Submarine happened, and they saw it as a as a way to flood the news and distract everyone from real shit that was going on. I know, but then you're cut. Uh, all right. And I what have I, what has been my theory on this Wagner group from day one? What have I been saying they are? They're actors. It's a CIA front. It's a fucking <laughs> goddamn. It's 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 all bullshit. I think there's money being funneled <laughs> okay. around. They're not you believe really... they're being paid. I believe it was. Yes. Just, I, I believe our media. This was a story our media made up, and we really have no idea. Yes, what actually no. happened. I think this Wagner Group thing was a total theatrical thing. I think it's spectacular. It's incredible, but I think there's a lot of distraction going on. I think that six billion. You don't think it's something suspicious? I do. I think something went fucked up. Like I think they secretly pumped some money into a situation here. All right, man. Six billion dollars is not a lot of money. I don't know. Oh my God! You won't follow that. Negotiations rebellion, a stab in the back, and treason and betrayal. Then, late Saturday, an abrupt turnaround. A deal apparently brokered by neighboring Belarus. Prigozhin releasing this audio message. Now the moment has come when blood may spill. That's why, understanding the responsibility for spilling Russian blood on one of the sides, we are turning back our convoys. Early Saturday, the group seized the city of Rostov-on-Don, the southern military headquarters and key logistical hub for Russia's war in nearby Ukraine. Armored vehicles taking over the streets. Wagner fighters on patrol. Did you watch any of this footage? Did you think it was legit footage or it was all real? Like, this is really happening? Like, did you see his face in the interviews? I, I don't even know if this guy actually exists. I didn't even pay attention. I feel like you could CGI create this dude, and we could be waging a war, and it could all just be, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we're the ones attacking Russia, and they just don't want us to know.
I mean, we're the ones fighting Russia. <laughs> I, know, I know. I don't know what you mean, attacking. <laughs> oh, pulling out just hours ago. Prigozhin's ruthless private army has been key to bolstering Russia's regular forces in Ukraine, especially in the symbolically important city of Bakhmut, which Wagner says it finally captured in May at an estimated cost of tens of thousands of lives. But for months, he's criticized Russia's defense minister and the man in charge of the war in Ukraine, the fight breaking into an open insurrection Friday. Prigozhin claiming the defense minister ordered this attack on his fighters. <laughs> I, like, and I like how our news media insurrection is either a, uh, a mercenary group takes half the military and storms the capital of the country with <laughs> tanks and ammunition, or it could be a bunch of assholes with flags and horn helmets. Dude. Anything in between is an insurrection. You saw nothing about this Wagner group thing? It was, ev it was posted everywhere. It was everything this weekend. Nothing? Not one? Not one mention? See, man, you're, I think you're the one falling for the distraction, dude. Uh, I mean, come on. All right, I look, can't believe I you're didn't, falling for this. I didn't mean to accuse you of falling for the distraction of the submersible. I take it back, all right? I, I didn't mean to throw you into the group of the people. No, know, I can't believe you're falling for this. What do you mean? I'm telling you, this is all staged. It's theatrics. It's like CGI, AI, crazy shit, man. I think this is so, hilarious. Yeah, something, ha something happened that we don't really know what happened. I, and, that's what uh, I'm saying, man. I Yeah, we're, we're, we're all just speculating. This is just a huge speculation from... You know. I'm I'm playing the clip because I find it fascinating that they're putting on this whole show, man. It's incredible. I mean, the whole thing. It really, it's not even that complicated. It's you have a hired mercenary group, and you know. No, I don't think they're real, man. I think uh, that, I'm right. telling you. Launching the war in Ukraine based on this is wag the dog shit, dude. We're 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 watching it unfold in real time, man. They're creating imagery and spectacle and drama. And this is the mercenary guy, and he he betrays Putin, but then he turns around at the last minute, and now he's fighting back for Putin. Like, who's buying this, man? Yeah, it really doesn't make sense, but. And we always say like the hero narratives. It's just well, once again, well, it's not the... even a hero narrative. It's a it's a it's a narrative that doesn't exist. Is that I. I took my group of mercenaries, I, <laughs> I turned didn't. against you, and then we just decided, okay, it's fine, and now I'm going back to the front lines to fight for you. Like, do people not understand? <laughs> people don't understand what it means to go fight on the front lines. You got it. <laughs> you know? the, the news headlines for this story were absolutely ridiculous, man. They were, the way they describe this Wagner guy, they tr keep trying to create him as this, make him this, like, character, and he's, like, an anti-hero, and then he's not, and then, he's, you know, it's... It's very, very funny. It's very obvious the writer strike is going on in Hollywood. Uh, they clearly are just totally out of ideas how to keep people, you know, into the storyline that's unfolding in the Ukraine-Russia thing. I thought this was a very hilarious attempt to get people back in. And if you check out the imagery and the pictures, I, I can't get over how fake it looks. Like, this dude looks like a fake human or at least an actor on some level, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Early Saturday, demanding the military leadership meet him in Rostov-on-Don, vowing to march on Moscow if they refuse. Newsreaders on state TV calling on Wagner fighters. You notice how MSNBC here just called Russian me news media state TV? I like, couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> you guys, 
you are state TV here. Do you not? Do you not have a mirror? Do you not realize yeah. this? It should, the, the transition should be no American state TV yeah. turning over to Russian state TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you're not interested, but I'm. This is my show, so I'm rolling with it, baby. I love this story. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Can we go back to the sub, <laughs> Mike. I don't think you are understanding that I think the sub and this story are the same level stories. These are mass distraction events. They are trying to put these incredible, spectacular storylines together to to warp people's attention. Uh, it's one thing after another. Uh, I know, like, but there's no juice in this one, dude. The sub story. You're talking about we have a nuclear sub stationed right outside Newfoundland. Like, it, I mean, there's some like insane things that went down. <laughs> lay down their arms. In Russia's cities, authorities are tearing down Wagner This is just like, this is just like stupid. Setting up roadblocks yes, and yes, checkpoints to very Moscow, bolstering yeah. security around the Kremlin. The seat of Russian power and the president himself Did you text me in the morning denied. a story that like this was happening? And yes. by the time I checked it, by the time I saw your text, I, like, I woke know. up in the... I, I woke up the afternoon and I saw a story about how it was over and I literally sent you the text and it's over. I know, that's why I find this so funny. It's it's almost like, you know, they're doing it or they're acting it out and they're pumping through all the info through the news stream and on the internet and then somebody gets the memo like, no, uh, the American people aren't buying it. They're still talking about the submersible. Sorry, we got to go on to the next uh <laughs> <laughs> This listen to the amount of detail of the story is freaking so spectacular. This is Ghost of Kiev territory, man. Like, who the fuck believes this? I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, what do you got for me? What kind of clip you got for me? I can't believe this. No, no, let's finish it up. I love it. I'm loving it. Let's talk Russia. That's all we got. I the, the whole point was uh, you know, it's fake because the guy fucking like. He didn't even, dude, he didn't shoot or poison or assassin, assassinate with, like, a, a long-range rifle. This guy fucking got, like, plutonium on a doorknob in England to poison his enemy. Yeah, I just, right? uh, my whole... And, and, then, <laughs> and then this this guy fucking rallies tanks and men and soldiers to go take him out of Moscow, and then Putin's just gonna let him go back to the front lines, and, like, yeah, now you're fine. I'm just uh, big on the idea that none of this actually took place. Something happened. I don't know. Uh, I find it all very, again, when the news is... No, no, we we could prove, like, you... That's something that we can see, is, like, them doing, like, troop movements, moving tanks and stuff. Why it's happening, we don't know. No, and for the media to go on to the nightly news and... Spin this incredible story with all these fantastical details. Man, it's no wonder nobody's buying it anymore, watching the news anymore. Like I was telling you uh, the other day, there's like British uh, BBC uh, broadcasts out there that are registering almost zero viewers now. Like people <laughs> yeah. are just like. Oh, CN- CNN's for sale now. <laughs> it's like people are just. They're not tuning in, man, and it's because I think we've just been lied to so much. And with the uh, you know the CGI technology, except for you know Avatar two, and you know all the uh, AI nonsense coming out, like it, it does seem like what we're watching 
is fake, man. Look back at 2020 and the people dying in the streets and, you know, outside Wuhan in China. Like, that was all fake, man. Like, everything has been fake that we get fed to us on the news. And we're pretty aware of it as a good majority of the population at this point. So what are they doing now? They're they're crafting these spectacular storylines with the incredible imagery and, and the bombs and the cell phone footage and the tank movements and Putin doing his declaration to the public. Do we even know he really did that here in America? Like how controlled is our media stream and our news information channel? Like it, we could be no different than China and uh, Russia where uh, – it's complete state media. We have no idea what the truth really is. Maybe we're at war <laughs> That's with what the Russia. Twitter files prove. Yeah, man. Like it, it just really seems like we have no idea what's going on over there. The more outrageous the stories come in, the more fake it seems. And you guys are out there telling us, oh, be prepared for deep fake technology where you won't be able to tell the difference between what's real and what's not here for the uh, upcoming election. If you're warning us of, uh, about that technology, you guys have had it for 20, 30 years. So what the fuck have you been faking in front of us for the last 20 years? That's what I need to know. And I'll tell you what, 20 years ago, something spectacular visually happened on live TV for the entire world to see. And that was 9-11. So how long have you been rocking this incredible tech, man? And Turns out that's why they blew this up. The first deepfake was 1914. The oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Never really happened. The Titanic was... was uh, I think the Titanic was shot out of the sea, man. I've, I've bl- uh, believed that for a long time. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta admit, I did go down a conspiracy rabbit hole. Do you hear the theory of the uh, the Capitol building wasn't built but excavated? Like it was dug out of mud? Like the Capitol building in D.C. was already here. Like a lot of these monuments we see were already here and we discovered them. Yes, this is mud, flood, theory, and Tartarian uh, belief. There is a lot of uh, speculation that uh, America is Atlantis. Ooh, I didn't hear that. Which would make sense, the journey across the Atlantic Ocean, uh, the spectacular buildings that were here uh, before us, uh, as they say. Um, I I think uh, I've not fully bought into the, uh, they dug these things out, but there is, there was spectacular architecture, and then we demolished it here in the modern era and built these hideous structures, man. (laughs) Well, what kills me is that where they got me was when they brought up the fact, like, I never really thought of the fact that uh, pyramids have been excavated on every continent except, except North America. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, really? I feel oh, like I, I think Antarctica, too, but, like, we know they're there, but we're just not, not even looking, not even finding them. But I think, man, what if, what, if we, what if we can't find them because it will reveal too much about, like, you know. You're saying they are not excavating it. Maybe that's why they have spent uh, $18 billion and won't stop digging uh, around DIA, the yeah. Denver International oh. Airport. And there's, you know, they keep saying that they're digging and digging down below. Maybe they're excavating the, uh, the one of the Great Pyramids of America. You never, yeah, it's kind of weird. Whoa, kinda I, weird. I think I just pulled out a fantastical conspiracy <laughs> out of my ass right there. Yeah, dude, seriously, because then I, I was reading this thing about the Incas. 
And like a lot of these like monuments that we attribute to them, there's like no, there's no possible. It's not like they couldn't build it with their technology or, you know, it's just like the way the stones age differently. You can tell it was these, some of these were built over a time period longer than the Incas even existed. If you're into so, this concept, then you can go down the rabbit hole where these old ancient monuments and structures that are all around the world and seemingly were dug out. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, concepts that they are strategically stratospherically built in order to harness energy from the stratosphere and power, uh, these structures, which is kind of along the line of Nikola Tesla energy concepts, three, six, nine energy fields and being one with the universe and vibrations and, and frequencies. And, uh, that's, there's a lot of speculation. That's what the pyramids were built and designed for and why they're situated the way they are. I like that theory and I'm a big fan of that idea that this kind of not magical but inc- you know well, almost magical kind of energy force field uh is all around us and it's untapped by modern culture and we've been suppressed to understanding it. It's all Jaja used to talk about. Frequency? He would it's all he would always try to get me to understand was that like there's cuz he would always try to say that we've confused it with spirit. And that what we call the spirit is really, it's a, so there's like all mass is energy and all energy is mass. And that's just like a universal constant and everything. But, you know, there are things we don't understand. Like there are energies out there that we don't understand. And it's just a different form of energy. And I never really grasped it, but he would always try to explain it to me. Uh, that there is that energy out there that's not mass. It's an intangible force, you know, love. You know, uh, something that you could feel across distances. It's 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 almost a tangible thing that just can't be quantified. You know, and it's possible Tesla tapped into it, and then when he died, the FBI raided his um, residence and took all his things, and we are not allowed to know his discoveries as modern culture. Well, because man. it could, it would be the greatest threat to to government to control, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, that so, is one thing from like Avatar, you know, they're like connected to that they went through those fucking gay little hair streams. I know. I, <laughs> so okay. But the truth there is is like if we if if the one thing that like western governments really succeeded in was separating us from nature and just making us totally just, dis- you know, and now we've gone even further to separate us from our humanity. Yeah. So absolutely. So I, I dig mud flood theory. I am always down to go down that route. Um, I'm glad you're uh, hitting into it. I think more people are kind of waking up to the idea that uh, there were all these great fires around the turn of the century, a hundred years back, and uh, you know the Great Chicago Fire. There they were all over the place, and then there were these very destructive world wars, and it kind of seems like they were purposefully designed to almost destroy our ancient culture so we don't understand what's going on for it. It's kind of like a great reset occurred uh, over a hundred years ago. And uh, here we are today trying to fight off the next one. Right? Yeah. Never know. Uh, Time will only tell. And the problem with time is we have run out, man. It's the fastest (laughs) hour in the universe. There's no doubt about it. We got so much more to argue and talk about. Uh, I can't wait. We're talking New York weed when we come back. It's the greatest clip I've heard in 
forever. New York weed. I, I New York weed. wait for that one, man. I'm growing my own. Only the Democrats of New York City could fail at making money in the weed <laughs> industry. I should, I should put it that way. Come to Colorado. We'll show you a thing or two about recession in the uh, weed industry. Uh, come to Illinois. We'll teach you how to tax 40%. <laughs> Impossible to lose. Ha, 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 ha.